0: From Pennsylvania Avenue to Main Street, Scott Inez tackles the hot topics like only he can. It's time for Inez Says.
1: Hey there, I welcome you back to the Inez Says Podcast. Scott Inez with you today. Thanks so much for joining me here on the podcast. You can find it most everywhere you get your podcasts, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, right there on the front page of the WDBO app and WDBO.com. And I invite you to join me for Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. every weekday on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. Be sure to stream us right there in the WDBO app. Well, if it becomes law, it would be one of the strictest social media bans in the entire nation. The bill passed by the Florida legislature on Thursday of this week would ban everyone in the state younger than the age of 16 from joining social media and those kids' existing accounts would be deleted under this bill. It is a bill that has caused quite a stir, not only here in the Sunshine State, but nationwide. The Florida legislature has been working on this bill for a while now. A similar measure actually fell through the cracks in Tallahassee back in 2023, but it has been a top priority of Florida House Speaker Paul Renner, who has been instrumental in tweaking the bill here in 2024. The Speaker has had to rework the bill's wording to allay some of Governor Ron DeSantis' concerns about privacy issues and parental rights. And while the bill passed both the House and the Senate on Thursday, Governor Ron DeSantis was here in Orlando on Thursday, saying that the bill is still under negotiation. Here's the governor:
0: Parents need to have a role in this, so we're working to make sure that there's a, that there's a role for parent. You can say it's it's disfavored or or, or not allowed for 1415, but a parent you know has the right to opt in. Uh, if they think, because as much as I think it's harmful to have people on, on these social media platforms for, for five or six hours a day, you know, a parent can supervise a, a, a kid to use it more sparingly. And so we can't say 100% of the uses are bad because it's not. And I'm a critic of social media, but I have to look at this from a parent's perspective. So we're working through those. I don't think it's there yet. Uh, uh, hopefully we'll be able to get there in a way that uh, that I think answers the concerns that a lot of folks have, because I do think parents are concerned about social media and and what goes on there, and I do think they think it's a problem. But I also think that uh, for people that are you know in high school. It's um, it's not as simple. I think I think you got to have you got to have some parent involvement.
1: Governor Ron DeSantis in Orlando on Thursday. So what would this social media ban look like? I chat now with Florida's Speaker of the House, Paul Renner. You've done a lot of work on this bill, Mr. Speaker. What, what is your reaction to it finally heading to the governor's desk here?
2: Well, we're extremely excited, and I'm thankful to members on both sides of the aisle for an overwhelming vote. Uh, Yesterday, it came out of the House 108 to 7, uh, and uh, we're very encouraged that we have a bill that is both effective and constitutional. And sometimes those are hard to balance, and uh, I think we've done it by focusing only on the technology involved. And so if you have an addictive platform that addicts kids, and we know that time on the platform uh, causes them harm, then those those platforms and only those platforms cannot allow people that are 16 or less than 16 years of age, once they turn 16, they can get on. Uh, they can't allow them onto the platforms. If they remove those addictive features, of course, they could go right back on if they make it kid-friendly and kid-safe.
1: Does this bill sent to the governor's desk, Mr. Speaker, does this bill, in, in your opinion, does it stop on the rights of parents or is this bill an aid for parents to help them with the perils
2: of that addictiveness of social media? It's a huge empowerment of parents and parental rights, the bill is, because you don't have uh, a static thing like a movie, a book, or a song where a parent can look and say, I approve or disapprove of that song or that movie. If it were that, I'd be right there and say it's a parental rights issue. But social media is much more pernicious. One of the features that we uh, mentioned in the bill is the use of personalized algorithms. So, So this algorithm designed by strangers is targeting your kid, collecting data on them and serving up things that will keep them on the platform as long as possible, which, of course, is what correlates to the mental health harms we've seen. And it also uh, is a situation where you have live streaming. And so I've I've got the support. We've got the support of uh, law enforcement, both the Sheriff's Association, the Florida Prosecutors Association, the FOP, et cetera, the Parkland parents, uh, because they know that there's a lot of things happening online such as pedophiles that are targeting our kids, and they're actually those pedophiles are actually able to use these algorithms to find their victims and to find other pedophiles. And so, the conversations I've had with our prosecutors and state and uh, and, and law enforcement is is really hard to hear because the stories are so tragic. But a parent can't really have an exercise supervision twenty four seven. So, short of sitting down with their kid the whole time that they're online you don't know what they're seeing Mm -hmm. and that's the big difference between what we usually uh, treat as a parental rights issue and this where it's just uh, not practical for parents to exercise supervision.
1: Mr. Speaker the governor said yesterday in Orlando that parents need to have a role in a potential new law here the governor has been a big backer of parental rights as you well know and there are there are some are saying look I mean this bill kind of flies in the face of what he has stood for so what is your reaction to
2: that? Yeah, and again, uh, there's no bigger uh, champion for parental rights than than me, no bigger champion for parental rights than Aaron Grawl, our Senate sponsor, or our House sponsors, Tyler Saroy, Fiona McFarlane, Michelle Rayner on the Democrat side. Um, We take a backseat to no one when it comes to parental rights, but again, short of being online with your kid two, three, four hours a day in real time, this is a dynamic um, dynamic content that's ever-changing, and you just don't know what your kid's seeing. There's no way for you to exercise parental uh, control and parental supervision 24-7 because that algorithm's constantly changing the content your kid's see. And with some of the features, such as live streaming, you have, easy access to the worst elements of society targeting your kids. And we've heard story after story of tragedy where kids are trafficked into both sexual, uh, you know, human trafficking to, to other uh, forms of crimes as well as crimes between minors. And so there's that issue. There's the mental health issue where we see, you know, 57% of high school girls that have persistent loneliness, or helplessness. 41% that have had mental health issues in the last 30 days and almost a third, 30% of high school girls have contemplated suicide in the last year and you look back at when that started was when social media arrived these addictive platforms specifically the vast majority of the internet is still wide open under this bill but until those companies let down and stop using addictive technology as their business model that harms kids we don't believe that children should be on there at such a young age because their brains are not ready to handle it.
1: Mr. Speaker, we had a hypothetical question on the WDBO open mic this morning. Okay, hypothetical. Let's say my kid under the age of 16, somehow, someway under this new law gets onto social media once again. Who's held accountable? I- is it my kid or is it the social media companies who allowed that person to be back on social
2: media? Yeah, it's never your kid. It's the obligation of the social media companies to verify your age. And uh, if you're you're already on there and they have a way of knowing at some point that your age because those algorithms are working to target and then sell marketing uh, dollars advertising dollars uh, that's how they make their money because they know that they're marketing to a 12 year old a 10 year old an eight year old and remember that the federal law says you can't let people on if they're 13 and under mm-hmm. the social media companies are absolutely knowingly violating that each and every day and so you have people well under the age of 13 that are on those platforms And the federal law prevents them from using those algorithms that target their data and target them for advertisements and and content, yet they're doing it anyway. And so um, this is is a step that needs to be taken. It's time to bring them to account. It's time to protect our kids. And, again, we have the entirety of uh, the public safety community behind us, parents groups behind us. And uh, we're encouraged that we will have the strongest law in the nation to protect our kids.
1: So what do you think? Do you think the governor will sign this bill? Will there have to be revisions made? What do you think
2: here, Mr. Speaker? Well, if the court you know, comes and says we need to make revisions based on constitutional concerns, then we would obviously make those. Uh, but I think we're at a place where you know, any other changes at this point would simply water down and make the bill not effective. And, uh, and we talked a little bit this morning about parental rights and why I believe this really empowers parents. Uh, so we, we're not going to go in that direction. Uh, we want parents to make those decisions, and by getting it off the platform, moms and dads will have the primary influence over what their kids see and hear and do, uh, not some stranger uh, that drafted an algorithm or some pedophile or some you know person that's trying to target our kids while we're not watching.
1: Thanks to Speaker Paul Renner for the conversation here on the Inez Says podcast today. That's going to wrap it up for the podcast. Join me on the radio every weekday morning, Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 1073 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early,